You have just entered a world governed by personal accountability where being a man is not an excuse for bad behavior, where complaints are not allowed, whining is forbidden, and excuses do not exist. Join us as we focus on the actual character of men rather than merely the trappings of manhood. Well, hold it. We're not doing that today. Today is story time. That's right, folks. Instead of the regularly scheduled podcast, I've decided to squeak in something extra in between. Story time with Alf. Let me explain. You see, deep down at the core of my soul, I am a storyteller. I come by it quite naturally. For thousands of years, telling stories was the way my ancestors conveyed important information from one generation to another. In my life, I've amassed a large collection of stories. Some of them are funny, some are sad, some are touching, and some are very serious. But they are all 100% true to the best of my recollection. These stories are also relevant to the mission here at Being a Better Man. Because in every story, even though these are my stories, there is some lesson, example, or other nugget that you might be able to apply to your life, or it might remind you of your own similar story. Either way, you should be entertained. So at the end of each story, I will talk briefly about what the lesson learned was, the moral of the story, in other words. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Electric Man The year was 1970. I was eight years old. The year before, my family had moved up to a farm, a 10-acre farm, kind of my boyhood dream. We had animals, cows, chickens, pigs. Life was pretty awesome. Now, being eight years old, I had really become fascinated by comic books. I read them voraciously. When I wasn't outside playing, I was reading comic books, and I developed This real bond with a lot of the characters in the comic books, the superheroes. And I fantasized about them all the time. Just imagining their adventures and and getting aligned with what they stood for. And eventually, over time, I started to really want to be a superhero. I really wanted to be one. And as time went on... I started thinking I was intended to be one. Like, that's why I was created, was to become a superhero. It's really, it became all I thought about eventually. And I started looking around for that thing that would happen that would help turn me into a superhero. Like, Spider-Man got bit by a radioactive spider. Batman, his parents got killed by a criminal, which caused him to turn against crime and become a superhero. Superman, kind of obvious, he's born on another planet and everything, but a lot of these superheroes had some event that that happened, either a laboratory mistake or, or something happening in their life that transformed them into a superhero. So now I was on the look for my thing. I was just watching everything that happened to look for an opportunity for me to become a superhero. And I tried flying a lot. I would concentrate really hard, get up on something high, and just 
jump off and crash to the ground. I did that quite often. I'm really actually lucky that I never got seriously injured in my flying attempts. I would run as fast as I could and then just launch myself up into the air in a horizontal position and just concentrate so hard and just hit the ground. And But I was, I was never discouraged. I would just think I just didn't concentrate hard enough that time. I'll try it again. And that's kind of how my life was in the, in the summer of 1970. One day, I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, like a lightning bolt, it hit me out of the blue, this realization that it had been around me the whole time. The whole time, I was surrounded by my means to become a superhero. And that was the electric fence. The electric fence that went around our property that kept our animals in. They would get up against it and it would shock them and they would stay in the field. So I was ecstatic with this revelation. I was so happy. I I was certain that that had to be it. My plan was I would hang on to the electric fence until I absorbed enough electricity that I could become electric man. And then I could you know, zap things, and that would be my superpower. And I could go through the world righting wrongs and, you know, liberating good people and just being a force for good in the universe. So that was my plan. So I went and I found a spot where the where the electric fence was in the shade, and it ran under a, an apple tree, and it was a nice little spot. And I got ready, and I latched onto that thing with both hands. When the electricity came through me, first I should explain the electricity in this fence was not a constant current. It was an oscillating current, like bump, 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 like a heartbeat. So I latched onto that, and when that first volt of electricity hit me, all of my joints buckled, my face contorted a bit, but I kept hanging on. Every time the electricity would go through me, my whole body would convulse slightly. My knees, my elbows, they would twitch. My <laughs> The cheek on my right side would, would flare up. But I kept hanging on because the whole key was absorbing enough electricity. So I, I stood there hanging onto the fence for about a half hour. Did it hurt? Yeah. It hurt. <laughs> it was uncomfortable. But I was really committed to the principles of truth, justice, and the American way at the time. So I kept hanging on. And then finally, I let go. My whole body was just humming, buzzing with electricity. I, I gathered myself together, and after a minute, I, I went and I tried to use my powers. And I pointed my finger at a fence post because I didn't want to accidentally kill something alive. So I pointed at a fence post and concentrated really hard and tried to shoot electric bolts out of my finger, but nothing happened. So then I tried both hands. Still, nothing happened. Getting a little frustrated, I thought, well, maybe it's my eyes. I can shoot lightning bolts out of my eyes now. So I, I was staring at things and just trying so hard to conjure up some electric beams out of my eyes. 
but nothing happened. And then I thought, well, the pen, the fence post is an inanimate object. I better I'm going to try a tree, something like that. So I tried that, and nothing happened. Eventually, I came to realize that it wasn't going to happen that day. But I was not discouraged. I just naturally assumed I had not yet absorbed enough electricity. So the next day I went out and I did it again. And the day after. And the day after. And I kept going out and hanging on to the electric fence for about 30 minutes. Because that's all I could take, honestly. And then I would try to zap things in different ways. Some days I would go out and I'd hang on to the fence and I would do different things while I was hanging on. Like I would try eating an apple while hanging on with the other hand. I tried peeing while hanging on with one hand and, you know, just all these different combinations. I didn't know what the exact combination was going to be, but I knew it had to exist. So I kept trying. I did this for a whole month or month and a half and still nothing was happening. I wasn't able to zap anything, but I just kept thinking, so convinced was I that this was my path to superherodom. I just kept doing it, just thinking I haven't absorbed enough electricity yet. One day my dad was walking by while I was hanging onto the fence. I didn't see him coming, but he walked up and he stood there looking at me. He looks over and there I am twitching on the fence. And he, he walks up to me and he says, hey. And I turn around, startled, look at him, but I keep hanging on. And he says, what the hell are you doing? And if you know anything about superheroes, you know that I could not tell him what I was doing. Because that would have blown my secret identity. I mean, that's the first rule of being a superhero. You cannot reveal your super your secret identity to anyone so i had to think quickly i looked up at him i managed a twitchy smile while i'm hanging onto the fence and and i say i like it my dad's eyes got big for a minute and then his whole face was just covered with this mask of sadness and disappointment and he he didn't say anything he, he just shook his head and walked away probably thinking oh my poor idiot son. And I just kept hanging on. A couple weeks later, my dad and I one morning were out changing our irrigation lines in our field. And it was a summer morning. The ground was wet with dew. I was barefoot, as I usually was in the summertime. And dad says, hey, why don't you go grab that electric fence? I couldn't believe my ears. In my eight-year-old brain, I thought, he figured it out. He, he knows what I'm doing, and he supports it. He wants to be like my Alfred to Batman was. He wants to be my, my civilian advocate for my superhero activities. He's supporting me. So I was really excited because I couldn't think of anyone I'd want to have by my side more than my dad, helping me out as I go out fighting crime and, and uh, you know taking care of evildoers. So I run down to the fence. Now, what Dad knew that I didn't know at the time is every time before when I'd grabbed onto the fence, I was wearing tennis shoes, which had a rubber sole, which somewhat reduced the amount of electricity that was getting into me. But today I was barefoot, and the ground was wet, 
and Dad obviously anticipated this, but I did not. So I went down enthusiastically, grabbed onto the fence, and man, that first bolt of electricity, I think it actually made my heart stop. And then the second bolt, I could taste my feelings in my mouth because they were like melting or something. And by the third volt, I had just fell down. And luckily, the fall made me release my grip on the fence, and I just laid there looking at the sky. My my whole body was just throbbing. It was a lot of electricity. And all I could hear was my dad's maniacal, hilarious laughter in the background. He thought it was the funniest thing he had ever seen. And it probably was. Some sadness came over me. Well, as I lay there, and I'm thinking, it was the end of a dream. It was the end of my electric man dream. And I was sad because I realized Dad did not figure it out. He didn't want to be my Alfred to my Batman or anything. He just uh, thought it would be funny <laughs> to watch me grab onto the electric fence. And I suppose it was funny, but it wasn't to me at the time. And that killed the whole Electric Man dream. Now that's the end of the story. But what's the moral of it? What did I learn from it? I'll tell you what I think I learned. I didn't realize it back then, not until I grew up actually. But what I learned was, whenever you have something, a passion, a desire, that you throw your entire being into, as long as the intention of that passion is noble and good, it's going to be a good result, even if you do not achieve the outcome that you desired initially. You know, I wanted to be a superhero. I did not become one. But for that whole two-month period when I was hanging onto the fence and really believing with every part of me that I was going to become a superhero, during that whole time, that's all I thought about. That's all I fantasized about. It's all I visualized was my life as a superhero. And it did something to alter me. It cemented in me certain principles, my beliefs of right and wrong, good and bad, responsibility, all those kinds of things were really cemented like concrete into my mind during those times. Because if you visualize yourself being a superhero for two months and you're eight years old, you kind of become one inside. And I think that really had a profound effect on the ultimate person I became as a man. I'm sure there are a few other morals to the story as well, like don't hang on to an electric fence. But overall, I think for me, that was it. Now, if you're hearing this story and and you can think of some other lessons I may have learned, I'd love to hear about them. Just go to my website, www.beingabettermanpodcast.com, and tell me what your insights are, or share your own story. This is a community where I really want to hear from people, and hear what your experiences are. This is just one of my little stories, but everybody has stories, and if you reflect on them now as an adult, you might be surprised at the impact that they had on you. Well, that's it for story time this week. Now go out there and be a better man today than you were yesterday. This is Alf Herrickstead signing out.